everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady, with my co-host, JC. Hey there. Hey. Hey, JC. What are your thoughts on remote work and the return to the office mandates? It's one of the dumbest oh, things. It's one of the dumbest things that I've continued to read about and that I've heard in my entire uh, breath of life, let me tell you. It's like realizing that you could put round tires on a car to make it go. And after you've done that for three years, saying, try the square ones again it's stupid <laughs> it is one of the dumbest things i ever heard of and, and in my personal opinion without citing any sources references numbers or documentation it seems like a lack of control from the point of of insanity it really does yeah um i'm right there with you i'm now, right there with you buddy. Now, really wendy at the end of the day how much more productive are people going to be when they're pissed off having to go back in when they're able to fully do what they were doing they had an agreement with you to be in this remote capacity maybe they didn't even want to be in the remote capacity and you pushed them there and you forced right. them to do this through the uh pandemics and whatnot and then here you are here you are you're at home <laughs> you're at home doing yeah, good things no it's really true. It's like there's so many companies that in the, in their larger companies usually, um, and they're scaring people saying, okay, you got to go back to the workplace or you're going to be terminated. Well, a lot of people are like, peace out. See ya. I think some of the companies, that's what they want. They want people to quit so they don't have to do a layoff. Um, that's my personal opinion, you know, just based it's on what a I good know. Point. It's a real so good they're point. Saying, they're saying, you know, we're just going to. So they're going to let these people self-select out. Here's the thing of why I also think that's a very, very, very dumb move is, okay, it's been a couple years since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, first of all, companies have been doing work from home telework for decades. So put that out there. This isn't brand new. Right. Since the pandemic, a lot of companies went that way because they kind of didn't have to. There was a safety concern um, with with uh, COVID and with OSHA and depending on where you're located and all of that stuff. So, all right. Then two years go, what, six months goes by, 12 months goes by, two years goes by, three years goes by. And now three years later, you're the company says, oh, by the way, this hasn't been working out. So we're going to have everybody come back. What I want to say is, how, why did it take you three years to figure out this hasn't been working out? Um, why are you just telling me, the employee, now that it hasn't been working out? Is there a problem with my performance? Oh, no, Wendy, it's not you. Well, then why are you holding me accountable? I think to your point, honestly, at, at the end of the day, it, it might be part of the squeeze, right? Check this out. According to Unispace, okay, the company Unispace, 42% of organizations with return-to-office mandates experienced higher-than-projected employee attrition. 29% of businesses are having difficulty recruiting new employees at that, given the in-office mandates. And according to a recent report covering 9,500 employers and 6,650 employees across 17 global markets, 42% of employers said they've lost more employees than they expected due to their in-office mandate positions. I just want to ask them, like, what did you expect? Did you do any kind of study or an analysis ahead of time? Did you do any kind of control testing? You know, who did you get involved in this decision that you didn't think people were going to not come back, period? I also want to say, 
you know, in, since the beginning of the pandemic. So we'll just stick with 2020 to now, since this is more of a mainstream uh, conversation since the pandemic, meaning telework or work at home or work from anywhere but in offices is a regular conversation. Costs have gone up to live as a human in the United States. I don't care where you're at. Costs have gone up. Costs have gone up currently now on gas. It's expensive to be a human in the United States. It's more expensive to be a worker who drives to work. You have vehicle payments, which, by the way, many people got rid of their cars during the pandemic Who that when they said, well, we have nowhere to go. And now cars cost five times as much. <laughs> yeah. So... Got rid of my car. We are now a one-car family because uh, we both work at home and we only use it for a little bit. Whatever. Vehicle payments, vehicle insurance, inspections in many states, maintenance, the cost of gas, the cost of wear and tear, the cost of getting a vehicle. And you're throwing all this on your employees. Are you giving them extra money for that? Are you giving them enough notice, six months notice to get their act together to say, hey, we got to go get dog care now. We got to get child care now. You know, if they were working this whole time with their dog at home, with their child at home, with their sick parent at home, with their, you know, elderly neighbor that they're helping and they have been productive and good enough for you during the past three years. And now you're saying, I want more. Well, I'm sorry, companies. That's on you for not giving the right feedback. Mic drop. (laughs) I've got something here that you're absolutely going to love, Wendy Sellers. This is hot off the presses as of October 23rd, 2023. Amazon has just given managers the authority to terminate employees who fail to show up to work at least three days a week. Amazon informed its employees around six months ago that they would require to be in the office 60% of the time. Collaborating and investing is easier and more efficient when we're in person, according to CEO Andy Jassy. The energy and riffing on one another's ideas happens much more freely. End quote. For individuals who do not comply, a clear system for disciplinary action has been established. According to reports, the new changes have urged managers to conduct one-on-one meetings with any employee who does not fulfill the minimum return-to-work requirements. Employees who refuse to participate will be fired mandatorily as part of the program. Back to you. Ugh. My 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 uh, blood level, my blood pressure level, I should say, is going up right now because I just think it's completely ridiculous. Now, there are many jobs that you know maybe just a temporary work from home was was um, able to work, but it was always the goal to come back in the workplace. And I get that. There are also other jobs that are hands-on jobs that you have to be in the workplace for all of your job duties, or at least for maybe four out of five days and the fifth day is administrative work. I get that. But if you were letting those people work from home for this past couple of years or longer, um, and you're just making a change now, and you think that that change is going to bring back engaged and productive workers, you are sorely wrong. You're definitely 100% wrong. Um, the other question I have, what, why bring them back? Are, are the people in the office better employees? What the heck does that even mean? Oh, we work better together. What does that mean? Give me documentation. Give me proof that employees A, B, C, D who are in the office have much better performance than the other employees who are not in the office. I highly doubt 
any management team is going to be able to prove that. And if they could prove that, they would have made these changes in 2021, not 2023 going into 2024. Finally, the last thing that I want to say about this before my head explodes is, listen, folks, if you're going, you know what, we're considering bringing them back to the workplace, um, figure out why, who has to come back. Is it really because your managers uh, just don't know how to manage and they feel like if somebody, they're staring at somebody in the workplace, that's managing? No, the problem then is management and leadership. Also, are you bringing people back that are just close to an office? Well, then that makes no sense whatsoever. You have to come back because you can actually drive to the office. But you other 20% over here, since we hired your remote and you can't drive to an office, you don't have to come back. But you have the same jobs and your job descriptions are exactly the same and your performance reviews have been exactly the same. But we're punishing the one person and make them come into the office and spend all that money with gas and car repair and parking and this, that and the other. It's insane. The last thing that I did want to say is don't forget about reasonable accommodations, including remote work for those people who have a disability. So you may have somebody, you may announce that we're doing a um, uh, return to work mandate one day a week, two days a week, five days a week, whatever it might be. If somebody comes to you and says, listen, I have a disability and I'm requesting a reasonable accommodation that, that I can work at home or telework, there is an actual website on the EEOC's web, uh, website. So there's an actual link, I'm sorry, on their website. Just Google work at home, telework, reasonable accommodation, and it's going to bring you to the EEOC website. And there's a whole explanation there that's saying, you know, you may need to give them a um, an accommodation. Now, not all persons with the disabilities need or even want to work from home, but that's something that you, the employee, and their doctor need to talk about for their very, very specific and individual disability at hand. Does that make sense, JC? It does. So, folks, please, if you are considering returning or mandates of return to work or get fired, I advise you to run that by an attorney that is in your state and or your industry so you know exactly what you're getting into. You may need to give certain notices. If a lot of people say they're not coming back, is that a layoff? Is that a termination? It all depends on how you word things. And if it is a mass layoff, um, then you may need to give notice on that under the WARN Act. That's a whole other conversation. With that said, everybody, you know my contact information. It's thhrlady.com. Check out all the tools and free resources I have on there. And if you're looking for a quick and enlightening way to start your day, consider checking out JC's daily podcast, Interesting Things with JC. It's a podcast that lasts two to five minutes every day, and it has information all over the board and it is making me chuckle every single day and other times going huh how did i not know that (laughs) thank you wendy you're welcome thanks for joining us everyone we hope this has been helpful and take care 